0: And we're live, so here we are, PKN episode 15. What's up, Kyle? What's going on? How yep. cold is it there? It's freezing here. Oh my goodness, super cold, super cold. Mm-hmm. So I, I bought a trailer today, part of moving to the new house, bringing the tractor home, and just I've got room for a trailer. I feel like I've needed one on and off for 10 years now, and I can't keep one in, in the little subdivision cul-de-sac environment I live in today, and as of tomorrow, I can, so I picked it up. And uh, we were walking around the lot. It was freezing. I wasn't prepared for this. And there are people who will call this not cold, but it's like 25 is what the guy was saying. Uh, I can look at this. It says 36 on my thing. The low is 25. So maybe it was something like that. But all I had on was a hoodie. That's the thing. Like, so I grew up in Jersey and I get cold. You know, I I get cold weather. I mean to say like, I understand it. And I know where 25 falls on the spectrum of, you know, when you're waiting for the school bus and it's like two or eight. But um, I, I don't, I don't ha- I don't typically wear clothes that let you bear the cold very often.
1: You yeah, know? I don't have like all my clothes are pretty much for like forty degree weather. I don't have, I've got some ski gear and I've got, I've got some thermal stuff. I guess I need to get some more. I'm going up north next month, but I don't have stuff for sub zero. Um... When I was in high school, this girl
0: came from Alabama, and suddenly she's in our high school with us, and to us she was like this <laughs> foreign creature. And, um, and I remember talking to her, I'm like, where's your winter coat? She's like, this is my winter coat. It's like, sweetie, that's not a winter coat. You know, you need to get, look at everyone around you dressed appropriately for a New Jersey winter. And then look at you in that like fall windbreaker thing. You got to dress, you know, for winter around here. Now, yeah. She saw her first snowfall and I was all excited. I was like, did you like snow? How awesome was it? And she's like, it wasn't awesome at all. It is cold and wet and uncomfortable, and I'd rather not be around it. She's, like, no. she's not wrong. <laughs> you know, she's not wrong. Hey, I didn't lead off with the joke. Should I? Let's hear it. All right, here we go. Uh, a man goes to the pharmacy, and he asks to buy a condom. And he tells the pharmacist, well, I'm going to my new girlfriend's place for dinner tonight. And I need a condom for sexy time with my girlfriend. And he buys the condom and he walks out of the store. And a few seconds later, he circles right back and says, actually, my girlfriend's sister's pretty hot, too. I think I will need one more condom. So he buys the condom and leaves the store and thinks about it. And circles back around and says, now that I think about it, the mom is pretty hot. So you know what? I'm going to need one last condom. Give me that third one and I'm ready to go. Later that day, he's at his girlfriend's place and he sits at the table and the whole family is there. The, the, the guy, the, the dad, the sister, the girlfriend, the mom, etc. And he's sitting there in the praying position with his hands in front of his face and he's looking down at the table. And his girlfriend whispers to him, I didn't know you were religious. And he answers, I didn't know your dad was a pharmacist.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, that's great!
0: So there's oh, the
1: wow, that's bad great
0: joke of the day.
1: No, I I like that one. I thought that was a pretty good joke. I
0: oh, will step it
1: down <laughs> every really week. Say. Step down. That was that's that's your best one yet. Maybe I you like think? that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had me right at the end. I I liked it. I was like I was like this is gonna end well. Oh, that's great. Didn't there the pharmacist? And it delivered. Nice. All right. Well, I like that. Even though. Uh-huh. I,
0: I'm not aiming for good, but all right, uh, you get what you get. So,
1: um, uh, oh, what were we just talking about? Oh, the cold weather. Yeah, were about the cold? Yeah, it's like 31 here, and, and mm-hmm. it rained for a solid day, and it still stayed like sort of at freezing. So that was rough. I, I didn't go outside yesterday. It was just freezing rain all day.
0: Could we possibly have a white Christmas in the South? How crazy would that be?
1: It. I've never seen it. Not once. I. Um, not. I, not where I am. I've seen
0: it once in New Jersey. One time in my entire life I had a white christmas. I I want to go somewhere where it's almost guaranteed. Like I don't know, Lake Effect snow or something, like Dude, Northwest you Pennsylvania. Get that?
1: You want to go? Let's go to Colorado for Christmas.
0: Well, I'm mostly full of crap as I say this. I I don't know what my Christmas Ah, entails. fuck you then. I don't know where I'll be
1: living at that point. I'm ready to buy a ticket. I'm like, yeah, come on. Let's get some tickets. They're cheap right now. 200 (laughs) bucks. I got the
0: whole family in tow. They're they're going to want to see Jackie's parents. I don't know. Maybe I'll run it by her. But I, I suspect this is like the worst year in the history of years. The, you get the, one of
1: those like enormous mansions that we were looking at on um, VRBO that are like you know like a week uh, a Christmas weekend would you know you get an advance now I bet you could get some sort of Christmas weekend package and with like a villa, It'd be great. Get a fire going like one of those big fireplaces, the kind that you could like burn a witch in. That'd be great. Then you're guaranteed a white Christmas. Got I like your me-
0: I definitely like your fireplace unit of measurement. Yeah, big enough to throw,
1: enough to throw a lady into if you need to. If if she were you know up to some no good, hmm. had the devil's mark on her or something. That sounds cool. I just, I, I mean, I,
0: I just don't want to be full of crap. Like you know, we're, we're Sir, we'll still. I'm just throwing it out there. I, um, I, I, I don't even know what our scoop will be.
1: So um, some some friends of Kitty's who who play paintball and stuff came mm-hmm. uh, came and visited with, with her a while back and hung out at the house and then they went on to World Cup and, the, and then um one of the guys came back a couple weeks later and he hung out and helped helped me with some stuff and and I like the guy I kind of got to know him pretty well his name's Serge like Sergey but mm-hmm. Serge for short and he's half Russian half Canadian he's a cool guy and um and <laughs> and he was like you know you need to come out to um you need to come out to Colorado, it's cause cause I kind of like hosted him here, and he he's like, come ah, come out here, I'll I'll host you here, we'll have a good time. So, I really want to go out there, and I was talking to Chiz about that earlier today. Like we should we should go um we
0: should go to Colorado sometime. I kind of want to meet a a Canadian Russian. Like I, I just picture him apologizing for his badassery.
1: <laughs> Cold War was very, very uh, disrespectful. We are so sorry, <laughs> like, the, like, always complaining about the Cold War. Yeah, like, no, it's not like that at all. He's, no, I, he's more, I, he's definitely more Canadian than Russian.
0: I, I want, I want the badass in there. That didn't, that, that to me, that didn't encapsulate the badass. <laughs> like, like I feel like he should go skiing with like a pair of you know AK forty sevens as poles or something, and shoot a bear and drag it home. <laughs>
1: And then apologize to the bear. I I, I don't know. <laughs> something like that. But anyway, I'm interested in going some. I I want to do something. I, I haven't been on a real vacation in a, such a long time. And and I, I go on a lot of cool trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for for my job. But those aren't really vacations. You know, They're like totally like sure. Not. I get if you get the like like we did that thing with Dan Bilzerian. You know, mm-hmm. we we. We've, I fly out to Las Vegas first class and I get to hang out with this guy, who, this multimillionaire. And I get to hang out at his apartment and meet his friends. And we did some really cool stuff. But it was a work trip. We both were there to do a thing. It wasn't literally like, let's hang out and see what happens. You know, there's a film crew there. There's there's a lot of coordination that went on. You know, and it costs six or $7,000 just to rent the, you know, the, the range for the day. So I, it was a work trip. I but trip- as far as vacations, that doesn't happen much. I did a trip with Gamma, right? So I, I hop
0: on a plane. I fly down there. Um, I think we we shot, um, what is it, M60? Uh, I shot yes. a minigun out of a helicopter. I um, We shot some other. I shot a, a fifty cal. Which I think it was the first time doing that. And you'd think that like flying on a helicopter, shooting a minigun, shooting these guns, doing a little camera work would be like a dream vacation, but it's kind of not. You know, like, you're on a schedule all day long. All day long you're trying to meet this. All day long you're monitoring, like, the sun and the weather and the angles. And, and you know, even the, the minigun thing, it was, like, pass after pass after pass, repeating the same thing. Um, you know, a lot of them, like, they were intentionally missing so that, you know, they could get, like, the spray. Because you only get one shot at shooting the car. But you can get a lot of shots at, like, shooting near the car and leading up to it and stuff. But there's only one. So they would miss it on purpose and... Anyway, what would be a dream vacation if you weren't there to produce a product was not. It was it was a strenuous work day.
1: Yeah. And so what I'm getting at is I'd like to go on like a vac- hmm. vacation vacation where they're you know I guess the Killington trip was the last time, but you know, even yeah. then I was I was gonna film that thing with epic meal time. So and we made I epic Mealtime get video
0: right. of that thing. There was an epic mealtime yeah. video came out of that. There was a product, um, but before the show started, we were talking about that drunk girl, unsuspecting men thing.
1: Yeah. So, I guess the deal is that sort of in the fallout of the video of the young lady walking around New York and LA. I think. Uh, oh, was it? I I, I not... was talking about the other. I was oh. talking about the other video where the, okay, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In the fallout of that, where she's walking around New York and and men we, are hitting on her inappropriately, and... can, can we back up and talk about that one? Was that sure. such a crime? You look beautiful. Some of them were. Some of them I thought were. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed there wasn't a single white guy uh, in that video that, that said anything inappropriate. to were just saying. Um, were there any white guys at all in the video? I didn't. I don't they, see color. the the, <laughs> the quote I saw was that there were, but apparently their audio wasn't very good. Okay. That's so, I, everyone... I, I don't know why they couldn't throw some captions on there and just show us a few of those those white perverts. But in any case, I thought that some of the things that were said to her, and particularly the guy who followed her for a while, mm-hmm. uh, that that was all that would have uh, that would have frightened me and made me feel uncomfortable. That's and, true, like, but I, and I, I also have liked it.
0: She didn't dismiss him either, right? Like she just straight up
1: sort of looked forward and you know, no, no, thank you, or I have a boyfriend. That's, but... how, that's what I do to bums. Like like that's what I do to like those guys you know, trying to, like, sell me some sort of... Give me some fucking card in the streets in Vegas. You just ignore them. If you stop and engage, you get stuck. You can't stop and You can't be like, no, I don't want that. Because they're going to say, where are you staying? Where are you staying at? You staying at the Bellagio? Look at this. And it's just like, shit, man. Like, I should not have... And then the others crowd around you. Like, you got to... I, I don't I had know. No I don't agree. I, should... I feel like
0: if she had said no, that it would have been a little discouraging compared to... Like, just pretending you're invisible. Like, there there isn't a clear break-off. I I don't know. That whole thing was kind of, like, I don't want to say set up, but it was 10 hours where they string together, what, four or five minutes? And then of those four or five minutes, 80% of it was just like, hey, you look beautiful. Hey, I really like your outfit. Stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, it was just really overblown. And then in the fallout of that comes
1: Drunk Lady, so that video is, well, you go ahead and set it up and then we'll tell what it really so, was.
0: So there was this pretty girl, like the video was just like, hey, this is what happens when a pretty girl is drunk and asks for help. I think taking a bus back to her apartment or something. And uh, and these guys, like rather than say like, oh, yeah, we got to get you here. I'll get you in a cab and, and send you on your way. We're trying to lure her to their apartment and all the guys look like sexual predators you know she's like no no i just want to go to my apartment and they're like yeah no no you come with me it turns out all the guys were actors and um they came on later they're making youtube videos and they're saying look you know i, I don't like that i was portrayed as a sexual predator you know t- to some extent i'm kind of happy that you believed it because i'm an actor and that's the role i was playing but when they signed me up for this they did not say that that's how they were going to Do it. You know they said, you know, we want you to play this role. That we want this or that, and um, now they're upset because everyone thinks that they're like. And the
1: girl came out and said, I thought the same thing. I was asked to portray the role of a drunk girl. Like I had no idea this was going to be, you know, shown to the world as fact. Like it's a real thing that happened. We're all actors here. So my question is, who's like? You know, the puppet master who's pulling the strings on all of these actors to try to make it look like Stephen men Zhang. are sexual predators. Who wants to make men look like sexual predators? Who, Who's so who that? Apparently,
0: Steven Zhang put this whole thing together. I don't know him. Um, he describes himself as a social media entrepreneur. And uh, I suppose while something of a dirtbag... He's not entirely unsuccessful. Here we are talking about it. it Certainly. His video yeah. hit the front page, like the top post or two on Reddit. And then the actors, the guys that look like perverts, hit the top you know, video, like the top slot or two on Reddit the next day. And then the girl hit the top slot on Reddit the next day. Because I, like everyone else, falsely assumed that she was in on it. Mm-hmm. And apparently, everyone you see in the video was just a puppet to this guy Stephen yeah. Zhang. And I don't know what's going to come out no, no, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Stephen Zhang will be like, everybody knew. They're all. <laughs> I was it on me. Making, I thought we're making
1: a movie here. for Barack <laughs> Obama. He wanted. This. Yeah right. They'll <laughs> just pass Obama, it on. The United Nations hired me to put on this. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait, it, where it, does this end at? I don't, I don't know. know. But it's blame.
0: It's lame. I'm a little tired of this. Like it people are quick to believe the negative on on any topic it seems. You know, if you expose like hey hey, I know the true secret behind this guy's motive, then everyone just lines up and says, "Oh, well isn't that a thing?" Now I also know the true secret behind this guy's motive and they yeah, all
1: there's... start passing and spreading it. It's not true. People believe what they read on the internet too much. That's a big part of it. They they, they in real life it's easy to differentiate between it's easier to differentiate between bullshit and fact mm-hmm. like y- you can see it with your own eyes it's right there in in, in real world hd if you will mm-hmm. but on the internet like sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between an onion article and a uh, and a wall street journal article and Everything in between can can be manipulated so much to to look like one or the other. Like this this whole thing, it made it it fooled millions of people into into thinking a thing that just wasn't true. And, and I think
0: people are just apt to believe the negative. Like I think that's something something that people are inclined to do. I I brought up this example think, before, but a, a friend of ours was like, you know, most Americans are dehydrated. They don't drink enough water. Most Americans. <laughs> and and you hear that and you're like oh they don't huh yeah americans are unhealthy terrible slovenly pieces of shit it makes sense that they're not drinking enough water yeah that just lines up with every other bad thing i hear but wait a minute this is the most like well-fed population in the history of mankind you really think we're not getting enough liquids like it Are we also not getting enough food? Like, no, I'm sure Americans are perfectly hydrated. I'm sure of it. Not not to say that more water would hurt them, but like this idea that I bet that if you were to take like a, a random American, right, just go to Chicago, pluck some guy out. And then sit him next to like a Native American Indian at some, um, you know, from the 1600s. I don't know how I got stuck on him. And pluck him, but I'm just picturing this like fit guy with a bow and arrow in his hand hunting a bison. Grab him and stick him next to the Chicago person eating a pizza. Who do you think is better hydrated?
1: Probably the guy, probably the Chicago guy. Yeah. He's probably got himself like a big cherry coke there, just drinking down 48 <laughs> ounces right there. I went to the movies the other night and ordered a large. Do you know how big a large soda is at the movies? It's a half of a gallon. I have been known to make it rain <laughs> at the movie it theater. Is, it is one half gallon. That is 64 fluid ounces. I got the cup upstairs. It's enormous. It's like a bucket. It's they huge. don't even do that thing at the bottom where it gets smaller to fit cup holders. Because uh-huh. they know that'd be silly. It's just a tankard. It's just the same <laughs> size. It's, it, it looks like a popcorn container. like, mm-hmm. But it's soda. And I was dumb. I was like, I ordered myself a large and my girlfriend a small and they roll out, the small is like a dollar cheaper, and it's 16 ounces, and it's so big you can't wrap your hand around it. But I was like, wait, why didn't I just get her a half a gallon, too? Or if why did you was, split the half gallon? She wanted Diet Coke. Uh, oh. Uh, so I assume that game. was your last date with her. <laughs> That's
0: a deal breaker <laughs> a right there, care. sweetheart.
1: But then, you know, it was Interstellar, Interstellar's three-hour movie, so I didn't... I, decided I still haven't that I seen it,
0: that. That I,
1: that I didn't want to drink a half gallon of soda because I definitely didn't want to have to get up and use the bathroom. So. I, so I
0: I think I might go the other way. I have an iron bladder and I might be like interstellar three hour movie. I'm gonna i
1: gonna get myself three snacks
0: and a half gallon drink.
1: <laughs> and- I wish it was I wish it was. Um... I wish it was socially acceptable to urinate in a movie. Like, what if I just had a little bag or, or, or like a little cup that I could pee in? What if I ordered a large? What if I ordered a large soda and a large cup to pee in? No,
0: no, no! I don't want this to happen. I could smell your urine. I don't want that what, to be a thing. What, what if I did something to
1: mask the smell of my urine?
0: Race car drivers do that. It's pretty much a condom, and instead of a reservoir tip, it's a uh, a tube that leads to something, and you just pee while you're driving.
1: It makes sense. I, I I would definitely yeah. I want one of those. Give me one of those. And, and then you wouldn't have to smell. It could just run into a Nalgene bottle that was down between, under my. How
0: horrible would it be if it was loose on you? If you... <laughs> it just
1: popped off and like what?
0: I'm just pissing Dude, on the people around me. That it's twofold, man. Right? Because like one of your problems are is that it popped off and now you're peeing all over yourself, right? The other problem is that everybody knows that this like one size fits all device. Don't fit you, right? It was too it was big, not, not and it slid off of your me. penis. And the evidence is the giant puddle in, in, in your fire suit. It's a...
1: Well, I, I don't know what to say about all that. Hopefully I would have enough girth to, <laughs> to stay within the reservoir. But in any case, I, I wish that it were socially acceptable to urinate during a movie, uh, because I would do so happily. Because that movie was three hours long. And and there's no there's no way you're going to start a movie drinking a half gallon of soda and soda and not have to pee after 3 hours. I could totally do that. You need to go see that movie though. It was so good.
0: Oh, Sorry. sorry. I just played music I opened it. I Opened the webpage for my next topic. Do you want to go? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. The ex-wife of a US oil baron is appealing her 1 billion dollar divorce award. So, it turns out that this guy I'm scanning, yeah, he was worth $18 billion and they got divorced and they gave her one of them. They gave her a billion and she feels ripped off. And I don't know where I land on this one. So it, it for people who watched us a lot, I have a, a, what for me is a well-thought-out opinion on this whole divorce settlement thing. And it's that by and large like women have earned it and i I feel like maybe I'm, i'm um tainted by my own relationship, right? But I feel like half of what I've achieved has been Jackie, right? She's there as like a support crew, making things happen, right? She, she feeds me, she supports me, I get emotional support, physical support, I get, you know, like, in the same way that I think that having loving parents is a huge advantage to a kid who's trying to succeed and grow into something, having a loving wife is a huge advantage for an adult who's trying to grow into something and, and be something better. And, uh, you know, if for some reason, you know, like, there was a split or, or whatever, it's like, I don't think I'd be me without her. Therefore, I feel like she's earned her half. Like, that that's a thing. And, um, uh, and on top of that, like, you know, if a woman takes at least the traditional sort of homeowner or home builder type thing, then uh, what am I going for? Homemaker. I'm sorry, that's what I'm going for. If she takes that homemaker role, then, you know, she needs like a couple years alimony, five, seven years to get like on a career track that she just totally like, uh, forfeited you know because she instead she took the role of turning you into something big you can't just leave her high and dry right and um, and I think that's also true like at the CEO level right you know like if you're John Chambers he's the CEO of Cisco so he's in my head um, you know his wife is growing him and grooming him and, and doing the sorts of social things that helped him succeed and get to the level he's in. She's being you know, forgiving of his work schedule and supporting. And, and you know that guy's just not out there as a one-man team doing his CEO thing. There's a support system at home that has enabled him to get to where he is. <sighs> Having said that, like it, when we're talking about 18 billion, how supportive was she? Like <laughs> like this um, this is a pretty yeah, amazing I, support system.
1: Go on, Kyle, I you were saying. I, well, I don't know the particulars of their situation, but I could imagine a, a situation in which you know, maybe they started, you know, how long has she been there? That's the the particulars mm-hmm. matter. I don't know. Like maybe maybe she does deserve more than 126 year maybe. marriage. It sounds to me like maybe she was a big part of go of getting to a level of, you know, having 18 billion. I, I guess there's a difference between being a hundred millionaire and being and being worth 18 billion, and to, for her to go from being part of something that's worth 18 billion to something that's worth one billion is a pretty big step down. She dedicated uh, 25
0: think- years as his faithful partner in family and business, right? That's that's a wife's role. Well. Oh God that's some wives pick that role right Other wives choose to be you know their own uh breadwinner and, and do their thing but she played the same role that my wife does which is you know faithful partner and family and business and uh, you know Jackie's there recording wife Wednesday coming up with things she came up with video days here and there and then she's just sort of supporting this whole thing so I didn't have to do anything else you know my laundry got done for me my food gets cooked for me my you know things get prepared the kids go to school like if I'm tired, I don't take the kids to school that day. You know, she just gets it. Like, yeah, it was a late night. You know, I was pair programming with my Australian admin at Woodycraft or something. That take that's a nighttime thing. So, uh, so she just handles some of the duties that I otherwise would. But I don't know. I just wonder. Like, does that same thing that I think applies to my situation scale up to someone who made eighteen billion? Maybe. That better Maybe be some not.
1: delicious breakfast in bed
0: that that he's I, getting.
1: Uh, who I I. I I, I would need to know the particulars, but I think the answer is maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. It, it depends. On, I don't know in her situation. I would know if I heard the particulars, I think. I would be yeah. able to make a better judgment, but maybe, maybe not. It depends on how much she put in, how long she's been doing it, and, like, I don't know. For all I know, she's the, the brains behind the whole fucking thing. Maybe maybe he, for years, was, was like, no, we should do this, and she, for, she was always guiding the company, steering the company in the way it needed to go. Maybe like the board of directors sees her as the true, you know, founder of the company. Who knows? Um, but one billion seems a, seems a little low. Yeah, one eighteen a, a billion. It, see, isn't that weird? One billion seems a little low. Couldn't even come up with five percent. Uh, five percent. Oh, it's it's over five percent. Yeah, actually. it's a little more. Yeah. It, it would be
0: yeah. a billion out of twenty. So, I
1: mean, but uh, um,
0: oh, I, man. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Like, you know, I sit here and say breakfast in bed is part of the reason I'm able to do the things I do. But I don't earn $18 billion. That, that That better be some pretty amazing crepes.
1: Mm. Speaking of that, we've got some crepe mix in that from that French gift basket. I need to get on those. I want to I wanna make some crepes. Jackie saw it. She was excited to make crepes. She was like, yeah. oh,
0: I can do stuff with this. You go, girl. I, yeah, I'll eat it. All right. Uh, Tomorrow morning, I will wake up, walk through my new home, and then sometime in the afternoon, we will sign papers, and that'll be that. Today, I went to the bank and did a big wire transfer. Um,
1: Double homeowner. Yeah.
0: Double homeowner. Wasn't long
1: ago, you didn't own your own home. Now, you got two.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you tube money. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it. part of me is a little scared that I'm spending a lot of money, right? Like, it's it's a big chunk of my life savings that we're, that we're putting in a house. And that's a frightening thing. But I, I'm trying to remind myself, like, you know, it, you didn't just buy, like, a, a car that's going to depreciate or, like, I don't know, uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll or, or something like that. This is soil, brick, and mortar. You know, it, it it's a house. Do
1: you want me
0: to feed you now or later? Later, please. Okay.
1: <laughs> I love that question. <laughs> You're like the most enormous baby in the world. <laughs> One who can answer those types of questions. She comes in the room. Do you want me to feed you now or later? Later. Okay.
0: <laughs> I will suckle on the tit. Um
1: That's oh, later God. still.
0: Anyway, uh what was I going to say? What was I talking about? I got all distracted by poops.
1: Mm. Um
0: Oh, the home and the spending, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I hope that this is an investment. Like, it, it is a big property in an area that's developing, like all around it. And I hope that uh, you know, I, I hope in ten years it's a million dollar lot, and and you know, I sell it off to a developer or something. Maybe we'll be empty nesters and things will be different. Uh, yeah,
1: you never know. Maybe it's a eight million dollar yacht. Maybe the 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 area around you really uh, picks up. Maybe Walmart needs your land.
0: I you don't know. You know, feet in the fire. it's a uh, of money. like, but, but it's, you know, I, it's not just like a big, uh, you know, boondoggle or something where like I bought a, I was about to say sailboat, but that sounds like a dig. It just popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if, if I were to buy like, you know, whatever, a sailboat of the same price, then I would expect it to be worth less, you know, 10 years later.
1: Jesus um, Christ! I've seen I've seen sailboats of, of a similar cost to your your, your property and home. Mm-hmm. Just they are beautiful, aren't they? they are, oh, those are real nice boats.
0: Uh, I, I, so when we went on a Disney cruise, I saw a hundred million dollar boats, and they weren't sailboats; they were like motor yachts. I don't know what you yeah. call them, but uh, it was like that is amazing. But a hundred million, like it, you have to have a lot of money before you blow a hundred million on a boat.
1: Like yeah, that. I think you'd want more than a billion. I think, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, about 18 billion would do it. That's why he only wants to give her one billion. He's got a hundred <laughs> million dollar boat out there somewhere. <laughs> I that's a good question, man.
0: Like, it uh ah, how much does it take to blow? Because if you have 250 million, right? Um, a, a beautiful home, like I think I just saw the most expensive home ever was like 30 million. It just sold recently. Is that mm-hmm. right? That seems low, but. At some point, like, what are you getting past 30 million or something? They're not that expensive to make. Like,
1: it... yeah, you can only, there's only three dimensions to build in, mm-hmm. you know, and there's only, uh, eventually the building materials can only get so expensive and extravagant. And once you have like, location can only be so, uh, you know, rare and exclusive. And at, and at a certain point, you're just like, yeah, we're capped out $20 yeah. million. We can spend 10, 10 more million, but you're really not. What are you going to do with that? Like an, an extra elevator? And then size mm-hmm. is a thing that stops too, right? Like,
0: it, So like what's a big house? In, in America anyway, 2,000 square feet is kind of a comfortable house that a normal person might live in, right? If it's less than 2,000, like 1,500, then you got a small home. It's fine, but yeah, it's a smaller home. If you got more than 2,000, like 3,000 or something, then you've got a bigger home. Um, Then houses get into like 5,000 and 6,000 square feet. Now you've got a really big house. And then once you hit like 10 or – 12,000 square feet you're kind of done you know like do you even want a 24,000 square foot house you need a golf cart to get around like it 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 gets to be like you know after 10 12,000 i've I've been looking at homes right
1: and you have to start adding like recreational like build-ons here now it needs a tennis court and now it needs a solarium now it needs a a pool there's so many at some point you can only go so high but with those boats it seems like the sky's the limit like if you want a billion dollar boat because we could do that right
0: <laughs> they're out there i don't know what you do with it the, maybe there isn't a, a like maybe there is a limit like if it's a personal boat obviously you need to have room for 12 18 people right so all your friends can come and it's not a limitation but i think beyond 18 people like i'm running out of invites you know i
1: well you my, got the crew and,
0: and the, then you, know, you got the, the staff crew, right so the, the staff chef, to handle security, 18 people might be. Might be another dozen, you know, I think a dozen people, you know, your, your cooks, your cleaning, your captain, your engineer, etc. You get a dozen horse. people on board horse.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, no horses, horses. You would have on my yacht. There would be horses. Oh, well, and get on my level because apparently would be I horse. have horses. <laughs> there would be whores on horses on my yacht.
0: <laughs> and these are diamonds. <laughs> this is an old spice reference yeah, yeah I think
1: you can just keep spending more and more money though and it it because they get bigger and bigger and then and then I'm sure there's a thing like oh but would you like more horsepower let's add two more engines and it's like Jesus that's eight more million dollars it it has to keep going up and up those boats get so expensive there's a thing
0: uh so a, a guy that I play on uh, woodycraft.net best minecraft server in the multiverse introduced me to ebay for the one percent and i i can't seem to find it anymore but man it was amazing it, you can buy yachts you can buy cars you can buy homes and uh like i started looking at it and i'm like you know i think this yacht would be good enough this would satisfy all my dreams and it was like 15 and a half million dollars and he's like, "Oh, well, that's good, Woody. It's good to know that fifteen and a half million dollars could make you happy with your shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: like I've you're... done the same thing. Like, I remember when um, I was looking at boats, and I was just like looking at them and not without, you know, like looking at the one that I would like to have. And I was like, mm-hmm. "This one right here. This one's really fucking big. I don't know how many feet. Let's. It's probably like eighty feet." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This one's big." I was like, "I like the way the wood looks. Everything looks like it's like polished and it's just beautiful and shiny and like that thing looks cool." How much is this boat? And it was like it was like three hundred eighty thousand dollars. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! How did we go from like one eighty to three eighty? There's almost no difference. Mm. Like, 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 like those extra two hundred thousand dollars were just little things that I could, I, I, I couldn't even see really. I,
0: I saw, um, I watch YouTube videos sometimes where people go sailing, and uh, I forget it's like the Daylove River or something like that, and. Uh, um i think their boat is 54 feet and that seems really nice like it's you could totally live on a 54 foot boat and go from place to place like i i could see that but I it also just have to get old i don't know it's constant maintenance on your boat it's it's always deteriorating if people don't know like a, a boats always are just sort of breaking down boats in the water break down faster Bre- boats in salt water win the breakdown competition. And <laughs> it's just in a constant state of... De- it's like they're
1: sitting in a big vat of acid. And, and like <laughs> like everything exposed to the wind, the water, and the wave is just, just being degraded over time. Like there's brass, there's pieces of the boat that are made to degrade over time so that once they're degraded, you're like, oh, it's time to replace this. This was made of brass and now it's, now it's green.
0: <laughs> it, it's yeah and, and just you know imagine that like it's a running river just like running away taking out the stone and the dirt and making it deeper and etc that's what's happening to your boat as it sits in the water even at dock but these guys are sailing around the world so more violent things are happening to it too and I, I think like man on one hand it seems like the dream on the other hand it seems like a real pain in the ass there are no days where they just lay in the hammock it, it seems like they're always working on something, and you—you
1: you have a fantasy of living like Kevin Costner in Waterworld and just sailing the oceans in your your one-man boat.
0: Yes, yes, I do. That is that is part of my my alternative life. That that's never going to happen.
1: What's yours?
0: <laughs> What's yours? Like so, I, maybe you're living this thing already. I don't know, but like, is there a like? You know what? I, um, why haven't
1: I done that? I think it's travel. I think it's like I'd like to go some places. I, I, hmm. I've done a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. like, but oftentimes I'm I'm only restricted as to like the like some people are like I'd like to do this thing or I'd like to do that thing, and I've done a lot of that stuff. You know, I, a lot of the stuff that I think of as daring and scary, like I've done it and I'm not afraid of it anymore. I haven't been skydiving, and that's kind of like the last one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I'd like to go. Um, I'd like to do some travel. I'd like to see some of the places that I know a good bit about, like historically speaking and you know, geograph- geographically speaking. I'd like to go to fucking New Zealand because I love those goddamn Lord of the Ring movies, and I'd like to see that landscape. I, they have Lord of the Ring tours you can go on where you like, hmm. look at some of the, the areas that the filming took place in. I'd like to see some of those beautiful landscapes, and I'd like to fuck a New Zealand woman, and I'd like to see all the sheep that everybody's always talking about there and then skip off to Australia. one of them. Yeah, we'll skip <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, fuck this
0: sheep. And, uh, you know, uh, and you then, do as the locals do. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you know, you'd already be right there next to Australia. So I would definitely like to go to Australia. I'd like to see the Great Barrier Reef, one of those still wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Maybe go scuba diving there, kill a shark or something. Um, try to not get bitten by one of the many deadly creatures that that continent possesses. <laughs> fuck one of the women that on that continent, and um, and you know maybe maybe from there. It, the, the best place to go is somewhere like Japan, because I don't think you're all that much farther away. That's kind of the same part of the world. I mean, would like you to see feel like
0: at all protective if someone was saying that about your country? Like, if some French guy was like, "I want to go to America. Ah, and I want to nail a couple <laughs> American sluts."
1: <laughs> no, I don't care. Really? <laughs> We've got plenty. Come get them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I'm a little different. I'm like, wait, what? Not, do that in your place. Hey, hey, hey You fuck young damn sluts. These like, aren't.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. it's like, like...
1: like. What were you keeping those sluts on like on the back burner just in case it didn't work out on the home front? Like, come it's... on, you, you're. What do you, uh, we got? Uh, there's 300 million of us. That's like, like, if we break it down. There's 150 million women. Let's say that 100 million of them are 100 million of them are like within the age of being fuckable. Mm-hmm. Like another. And then you cut that in half, cause the, cause those are the uglies. So you got like 50 million fuckable women out there. The French guy can have one. Like how many? I mean,
0: really? I, it's not that. I just feel like like this is my tribe, and it's not that I do anything or whatever. But you know, it's just like yeah, I. I don't know. Like it. It's it, not like he's like, oh, I am will
1: go to America. I will knock up the American slut infected with my French communist seeds. Ha uh-huh. ha! Like it's not like that. Like he's not taking over. Like turn us, not us a into bad French, French accent
0: one, right there. <laughs>
1: they're not like turn us into Frenchies one fuck at a time or anything. <laughs> like I'm sure he'll wrap it up. Like, it wouldn't
0: work anyway. They, 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 we would totally overpower his weak French sperm and, and, that, and pump and then, out American you know, geniuses anyway.
1: Maybe like at, she'll be so um, uh, let down by his tiny French penis that mm. by the time I get there, I'll really seem like, uh, you know, and like his I'm in opposition
0: to, to deodorant and all the other issues he has.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah, totally. But maybe he's a cool <laughs> French guy with a beret and like, a you know, maybe maybe he's, I'm sorry, he's a cool
0: r- French guy with a beret.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. This? I, I imagined a mime in my head, a French mime. do <laughs> you <laughs> are picking the the coolest of the cool French here?
0: You, uh, this is uh, pretty much Fabian here, or Fabio, Fabio. That's what am going for?
1: His name is Fabian Picard. He is the greatest mime of all time. <laughs> that wasn't even French. Um, but but no, I wouldn't care uh, about that. I I don't know. I'm I'm sure. Like some, I I think the more. I bet like a Saudi Arabian guy. If he heard, it was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to Saudi Arabia, gonna fuck one of those whores, and then to Pakistan, fuck a few of those, and then to Jordan." Like, I feel like the guys in the Middle Eastern countries would be like, "You better not fuck our sluts. We, we you know, they're, they're gonna cut some body parts off." But I bet in New <laughs> Zealand, they're like, "Come on, mate, fuck the sluts, go ahead." I, uh,
0: I, I imagine the yeah, the Australian guys would be totally open with it. Like, yeah,
1: that's all. we t- do for fun. We fuck a few sluts. <laughs> yeah, come like, one, they would, come all. <laughs> literally yeah no but 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 yeah that's what i'd like to do i new zealand australia i find those and i think that they have i think that i would find a lot in common with new zealanders and australia and, and certain australians that i do in sort of the southeast united states i feel like it's a similar culture not very strange sim- in particular right they're rednecks right New Zealanders as well. It's it's so, there. They, there's a segment of those populations they, that, they, that we here were considered to be sort of a rural. They they um, don't down.
0: really value education. Um, they're racist as fuck. We're talking. I, I. Are we talking Australians or or rednecks here? You can't tell, can you? The, the, <laughs> uh, I don't know. What else do they have in common?
1: Help me out here. Join in, Kyle. You know they're they're into family values and uh, <laughs> com- camaraderie. Uh, Pussy. You know um, their na- uh, nationalism, uh, very patriotic people. Uh, totally macho, macho, hard. Ma- macho, uh, patriotic, racist, um, homophobic at times. Homophobic I, I, I'm just at talking, times. Are we, are we talking about Mel Gibson or all Australians? <laughs> We're talking about the uh, I think yeah, I'm yeah, talking about I'm a talking bogan. About the I'm
0: not I'm not up on my Australian, but I think I'm talking about a bogan. Like is that what they're called?
1: I I don't know what that is. Hmm,
0: it's a uh, it's I I don't know, maybe it's a slur that I just said. I'm not even sure, but it it's it's a name for an Australian guy who typically has an alcohol problem, kind of a drain on society and uh, um racist. Yeah, I've never heard that. Really?
1: I've never heard that uh, that term or phrase before. Bogan?
0: Yeah, I think it's B O G O N.
1: Bogan. No, I don't I, I don't know that one, haven't heard it. But but yeah, I think that I would I, I would mesh well in that and I think I think that would be less of a culture shock. If I go to Germany I might I might feel a little out of place and feel like it was difficult to meld into the you know the environment socially speaking. But I feel like I'd go to Australia, like meet some friends, have a good time, um, you know take in all the things that Australia has to offer and enjoy myself thoroughly. The, uh, and New Zealand as well. Bogan That's is right.
0: Australian and New Zealander slang. It can be used to describe a person with a working class background whose speech, clothing, attitude, and behavior exemplify a proud working class mentality and depending on the context can be pejorative or self-deprecating. I have mm. only seen it in the pejorative, which for anyone here that doesn't know that word, it, it's like um, it, it's a put-down, right? You know, it. it so uh, uh, I have only seen Bogan used as some sort of insult, and uh, um, that that I guess is, is how I know it to be
1: well fair enough I, I would but but yeah um I'd like to do a little bit of traveling that that's one thing I'd like to do uh but but you know there's not too many other things that are like like bucket list things like I just can't think of too many um, the skydiving things definitely one um
0: I would totally do that. That's no big deal to me. I haven't done it, yeah. but it doesn't concern me in the slightest. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I just, it's not that I'm unhappy with my life, right? If I could start over, I think I'd, I'd play this game the same way. But I, it, like, in the dream of dreams, you get to live more than one. You know, like, I wonder what the single version, you know, sailing Mel Gibson on the, you know, boat across the world, just dropping from place to place, uh, whatever working for a month in the Bahamas to buy enough food and supplies to sail over to the Italian Riviera until you repeat the process. And
1: or What if you were, what if you were like a, a surf guide or something, mm-hmm. or, you know, you, you were, you were, uh, you worked on some, you, you moved from like exotic beach to exotic beach around the world, following the waves and teaching surfing. Like, you know, it could, could be anything ridiculous like that. Like, it's yeah. one of those alternative lifestyles where, like, what does he do? Oh, he teaches survival classes. He spent three, he spent three years in this country and then five years in that country, and he just kind of travels around the world. He works in the military too, like stuff like some alternative lifestyle like that does sound. What interesting.
0: is that um, military contractor that got hated on in Iraq mostly?
1: Um, um, that's um. It starts with Blackbird Black, or something. Black, it's Blackwater, and Blackwater. later they change. And they relabeled themselves not too long after. They're, they were eh, t- so they could stay in business. But yeah, the mercenaries.
0: Yeah, mercenary, Blackwater employee of some sort. Like, you know, it, it, although I'm sure that job has downsides. There's a certain you know kid that's watched a lot of action movies in me that wonders, huh? Blackwater sounds like a cool job.
1: Yeah, typically when you uh, typically what what jobs like that end up being like if you're like because mercenary is a real job. You know, if you're if you're a contractor. A, 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 you end up going somewhere to some shitty location, and you're basically there to protect. It might be like a shipment of Lay's potato chips or something. It's 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 either for a government or for a private uh, individual. But you're protecting something. You, you might be protecting a, a person. You might be protecting a shipment of cabbage. But you're there with a gun doing it. And you know they, those guys got get into gunfights and lots of a lot of them got hung on a bridge in Iraq and set on fire. Remember that. Hmm. Like, like, they did that to a few of those black Sounds like water they down. surrendered. I I remember the story of the firefight. They 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 just got they ran out of that. I think they just got shot up. Like there were a lot of bad guys. They, hmm. they, those guys had guns. And I've seen I've seen um, a documentary about some um, guys like that who were working in Iraq. And there was a couple times where they got in gunfights. Like the car was following too close behind them. They fire a couple warning shots. That's not good enough. So they shoot the engine block out. Or they kill the driver in I've, one
0: case. I've got a question. I'm not sure if you can answer this, but you have for over a year now told me that like you knew the guy or you knew the new guy who knew a guy, but you knew who shot Osama bin Laden.
1: Yeah, we were at shot show and he was, um, I had been shown up. So I'd been shown a picture of the guy. Um, like not long after, uh, bin Laden had been killed and then, I was told that he was at a convention that I was at in Las Vegas one time, uh, the shot show thing, but I didn't get a good look at him. The picture that I was shown was a guy with a beard though. So I was going to say because now
0: the guy who shot him has come out and written a book and like mm-hmm. now he's now It's been on a...
1: Fox News and everything.
0: Okay, and do you know if your guy matched that guy?
1: I don't <laughs> know. Uh, mm-hmm. All I remember about the picture I saw was that he had a beard. So I don't know if this guy ever rocked a beard then possibly. I saw this guy but it's just like no way for me to remember. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The guy I saw had a had a thick, like, powerful Special Forces beard, and he was in snow at the time in the picture I was showing.
0: It's, coming out as the guy that killed Osama bin Laden puts a great big bullseye on your back. But yeah, I imagine it, it puts a lot of fat stacks in your wallet, and that's the choice he made.
1: Yeah. I bet, he, I bet he's getting laid a lot, too, just having a great time. It's just like I'd, I'd have a T-shirt.
0: I wonder what it's like in his head. Like, you know, is he... Con- I don't, I don't think I wouldn't be conflicted about it. I would think that I did a good thing, right? I, I would be cool with
1: that. Well, I didn't watch his interview, but, but I, I know he went into detail about all that stuff.
0: I, uh, but I wonder if he second guesses. Like, I wouldn't be conflicted about the shot. I might be conflicted about going public. He's going to spend the rest of his life with a bullseye on him, and, and that's a frightening thing.
1: I think I think they asked his father about that. His father had some kind of comment like like let them come, like we're ready. <laughs> you want they, George uh, Bush on it? <laughs> Bring it yeah, on. Yeah, look, we've been waiting on them for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: there is a so I like guns. You like guns, and um, I, won't, I won't categorize you, but I feel like I'm one of the non crazies, you know, and I see guys who are like really concerned about isis actually being here isis people ready to take on my subdivision you know the oh, that, there are that... groups
1: that have, have have unwarranted fears like that about everything though mm-hmm. and I, I, my feeling about the the gun nuts the gun nuts if you will like the guys who are preparing for scenarios that you and i find laughable or and you, you know with stock ammunition food and you know there are scenarios i'm cool with
0: right i'm actually going halfway there right we're going to get a backup generator for the new house uh because it's on well and septic and like you know when you run out of electricity you really run out of everything here like you know, we can we still have like gas and heat and stuff like that and like it's okay there in our next home when you, when the electricity's done you're done so we're gonna get a generator, and then we'll still be able to you know do stuff, and it'll be nice. Of
1: course, like like, but I feel like a generator is like a, a minor step. I, I'm referring to guys who are really prepared, who yeah, have. If you, know, if you live in are. a hurricane area and you're preparing for a hurricane, I get that tornado. Not area. talking about that either. I'm it, talking about the ones who are literally prepared. You know, for, yeah, for the but, right. one scenario that's very popular among uh, a lot of preppers, they they fear that for one reason or another, the federal government. Uh, will cease to function for for either a period of time or indefinitely um, you know all of the major functions that the government takes care of for us you know everything from policing police to traffic signals to uh, you know everything like everything would be locked down you'd have to fend for yourself and not only would you have to um, you know have to have a supply of have to have supplies to like keep yourself alive etc you'd also need the firepower to protect it from from everyone else and there my thoughts about that is there's i don't think any one of those scenarios is very likely but if you combine all those possible scenarios into one one of them could probably happen right it's probably, more likely that
0: something isn't like uh, like it's so some guys I, say hey there's going to be over, a, over a, a i think this uh the lag is causing conversation issues but um Uh, Some people say, hey, I think there'll be a complete economic collapse. And because of that full economic collapse, all of a sudden, like, society will be tossed on its head and there'll be a whole new thing. But I feel like it's almost their version of playing the lottery. Like, rather than buy lottery tickets, this crazy thing that will put me on top of society, I'm going to buy food and ammo and goats and diesel fuel and, you know, mechanisms to create biodiesel or something. Like, whatever that is, you know, a bulletproof bunker. And that's my shot, you know, cause, because because you know, if if the world overturns, because the entire stock market collapses in a way it's never collapsed before, the entire financial system, you know, globally is gone. Now I'm the god because I prepared for this, and, and it just seems like a different kind of lottery ticket to me.
1: Uh, I think I think a lot of the guys really just want to protect their families. They're, they fear a future where like, you know, their family isn't taken care of, and they want to ensure that they can do it it's usually not from a mean uh, standpoint. There there are some guys who are like, yeah, eventually, man, South's gonna rise again. And <laughs> but, me and the rest of the Alabama mil- militia, we're going straight to the White I, House. I, I, the, and, the, the people I see on the, like, um, on oh, the internet, like I, I hear you, but
0: there's this, too. There's, um, I was born at the wrong time, right? If I was born at the 1700s, my the cut of my jib right you know that my proficiency with guns and farming and and uh the types of things that i enjoy would be highly valued you know i i would be the the cream of the crop 300 years ago but today when you know guys who are good at finance are on top or guys who are good at um i don't know football or something are on top of the world uh you know entertainment business etc like you know me here I am, a guy who'd probably be great at making wagon wheels or, you know, building his own house out of the trees he chopped down on his own. Those skills are just not valued at all, and he daydreams of a of a time when you know we go back to that.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, one of the benefits to having like a hobby, if you will, that's that's like prepping, is that whenever someone, for example, like like I collect guns. I got a mm-hmm. huge pile of guns, and I, I mean I couldn't. Like, I, if I had to defend to you why I have so many, it would be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Because I myself know that like I've got guns that are just better versions of other guns in multiples. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's a scenario where like, okay, I've got this really nice like $1,800 Daniel Defense AR-15 with the sticker still on it, the tag still on it. It's never been fired. Why do I really have it since I have these other three AR-15s that are all better... And I'll do everything that can do even better than it can. And they have, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. I've got way too many. I, I can't defend it readily other than to say, I'm a collector. I think of them like little works of art. And if I ever needed some cash, like, I can, I can point out $50,000 in just a second with you right here around this room, you know? But I feel like for the guy who's prepping, he's like, what do you mean why do I need a, a $50,000 generator? I need enough power to be able to run the whole village when the dark days come. You you stay over there and burn your candles. Like they have a reason, they have a forethought, they have a reason for to justify every little expenditure, every little purchase. You know, you ask them why they got a hundred gallons of raw honey in their cellar, and they're like, "Dude, never expires. You're gonna be starving. I'm the I'm the squirrel storing the nuts away for the winter time. You keep going in and having fun. What, it's what interesting because whenever and, I have that,
0: thoughts like that, I'm somewhat embarrassed of them. Right? Like, yeah, you know, we do that just in case. I know it's a silly concern, but um ready like the, the the halfway almost a prepper part of me is like not re- not confident like you just described what of course i have a hundred gallons of honey never goes bad i'm gonna be the honey master in the dark days and When <laughs> what do they call it it shit hits the fan but they spell it s h t s or something like it's an acronym you see on online and uh they're like yeah once it hits the fan i'm gonna be the honey master and you'll all wish you, you know you were my friend and like, but I, me, like, I'm like, I'm going to get a generator and I know it seems silly and you know, you only, what'd you have a couple minutes of outage last year, but a couple outage is really a bigger deal here and this and that. And, you know, like yeah. I, I, feel like, uh, it's a silly concern, but no,
1: it's, I, I think the generator is definitely a good thing to have, especially I know people in like cities. I, I, I bet when you get an outage in a city, it's, it's usually pretty rare and, and extreme, but like in the country, especially in the wintertime when limbs are freezing because we don't cut them away from the trees like they do in the north, they mm-hmm. fall, they take power lines out and you have like, you know, three, four hour long outages and sometimes those outages happen because of the nature of what causes the outage, they happen during the times when you need power the most, when it's, when it's freezing cold and, and pouring rain and, you know, you need to cook dinner for a family of four with no electricity, it's 8pm at night or something, whatever. So having a generator, being able to crank the thing up and have basic
0: utilities, it's huge. Yeah, that's something people might not know. In the south, where I am, Like I was shocked. When we first moved here, like the, a year or two in, we had ice storms. And uh, you know ice, like it can coat on a tree and make it heavy and it falls down. In New Jersey, if every single tree simultaneously got coated with ice and fell straight down, not much would happen. Because they (laughs) expect that. They've been trimmed away from the wires all the time, just the same way that they trim the grass by the side of the highways. They just come along and deal with it every so often because they know the trees are growing and it's a thing. It's maintenance. It's normal. Here, when all the trees fall, it's the apocalypse. Like, everyone's out of power. and It's weeks. And and then the snow removal, right? Up north, I've talked about this before, they have these big trucks with, like, salt or sand in the back and snow plows on the front. And they'll drive three wide and just plow both sides of the street at the same time boom insta plowed it's done here they have um caterpillar um, back not a yeah a loader a, a loader like with a little front end loader type thing and they come and they lift up like a bucket and they take it to the side of the road and they pour it like it was highway construction and that's how they move the the snow bucket by bucket whereas they they literally do it at like 18 miles an hour up north here they do yeah. it at less than one.
1: They can't afford the machinery. It's not worth it. We only need it like once every five years. Tops.
0: Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's not that they're dumb or unprepared. You only invest so much. And salt, by the way, goes bad every year. Like You can't store salt for five years in a pile. It it turns into either nothing or a big old salt lick. It's not sandy anymore. (laughs) Now you've got a big piece of salt. Then you need
1: a salt maker to deal with (laughs) giant cube of salt you have. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I guess you could crush it but they don't. But,
1: but yeah, generators is a sound investment for sure. Um my dad's got a couple of generators for his farm and they're actually they're like tractor engines. Like that's hmm. what powers the the actual generator part. He's got a couple of them. I don't know how many megawatts they are. Maybe one's like 40 and one 6. I think he's got like 100 megawatts. Kilowatts is probably the, the Yeah, megawatts. more likely. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I've been looking at them lately. Kilowatts per hour. Yeah. I think um, one of them's like Forty and ones, sixty or something.
0: I don't know. That's those would be big. Um, the I think we need a twenty, but I need to talk to someone who understands this stuff better than me. You
1: know, yeah, I, I don't know too much about it. I, I know that his run a lot of stuff when they're turned on. They like hundred, you know, hundreds of light bulbs and dozens of like high-powered fans and heating systems and all at the same time. Yeah, I I we have a we're buying a big home. But there's not
0: that many people. I want to, like, like, can we size this thing for four people instead of for, like, the size of the home? Like, I get with the HVAC, the size of the home matters. But, um, you know, can we all kind of recognize that I don't need a $90,000 generator, you know, even, even though it's a big house, because we're only been doing so many things at once. There's four of us here. Uh-huh. Soon to be three. How crazy is that? Two and a half years and hope goes to college. Like it could
1: always could always add another.
0: Another kid. I pitch it to Jackie every so often. she's not down.
1: She just she's not doesn't want any more kids. Can I is she not down with dealing with another pregnancy? And because because I feel like as a man, especially if you're the fatherly type and you're like, hell yeah, more than the merrier, it's easy to be like, let's make another one. But for the woman who has to do really the the all the hard work, you know, like like carrying the child, and birthing the child like I feel like there's is any of that going into the consideration she's just like no I'm not doing that to my body again I'm not taking myself out of the game for that that long again like I don't think it's the body thing
0: I think it's the raising the kid thing it it, probably that plays a role but I think that her real concern is like you know my youngest is 11 right now you know I am not going to restart this clock at negative three quarters a year you know like because you know nine months like it, <laughs> she'd be pretty much backing up by 12 years in terms of like you know the whole life thing the the finishing this that whatever like it she's uh that i think that's her primary concern well you Whereas know me i'm like yeah. what else are you gonna do
1: <laughs> you know? yeah right right but, like you know, like, what are you going sailing with me? <laughs> yeah, You know, you're going to need something to do while I'm around the Horn of Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong point. I'll let
0: her I'll, I'll pitch that to her and see where she. Where yeah. She and maybe
1: it. pitch the idea of like getting some sort of Asian surrogate or something like that. Some some woman to carry the child for the two of you, you know, and mm. birth the baby. I mean, you've got YouTube money. You can make that happen. We could adopt a kid. Nah, you well, you'd want it to be yours, but you could get the uh, you know, someone else to carry it. That I way, all you? the hard work is done.
0: I could care you, less if it's mine. Hell, what? I mean, maybe I could get one that's potty trained and start right there.
1: Ooh, or you could get one that's hot and start right there.
0: Okay, Woody Allen.
1: <laughs> I could help. I could help with the adoption process. <laughs> 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 like, like, what if it was just me and you? Like at the adoption age, like Miss. So your wife's not going to be here with us today, Mister Woodworth? No, no, I brought my buddy Kyle. Yeah. we just want like really a like, hot one. Maybe one that's a little bit crazy. <laughs> Kyle likes them really that way. He's really got an eye for this sort of thing. Do you have any who haven't been taken care of very well? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I bought a
0: trailer today. I was Do you telling have any you about cylinders.
1: It. Yes, you got a big trailer.
0: Yeah, 18 foot with you know, with the two foot dovetail. So it's kind of like 16 foot flat. I uh, I have needed a trailer on and off for a decade now. And uh, you can't really have one here. But I can have one where I'm moving. So I made it happen.
1: So That's great. Now you can move things. And you can move your tractor around. That's a lot of trailer. You can move anything you want around now. Like you could put cars on there, tractors. Yeah. Um, anything
0: that that's pretty much right yeah i'll we'll use it to get the tractor home and then we'll use it to move a lot of the contents of this home to the next one and uh uh, and that's its sort of initial use outside of that like i would like a um a cast iron stove in my new home like one of those like ben franklin style things i'm still looking into it but like i could see bringing firewood around or you know lumber for woodworking or yeah there's lots of trailer uses so now i have one that's yeah,
1: cool That's going to be good. And you got a place to park it and everything with the with the barn yeah. over there. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you'll, have right. your to- you'll have your tomato plantation up and running in no time.
0: <laughs> that that might be where we start. It's
1: Maybe a greenhouse. That's what you should really get. You should get a greenhouse. They're eyesores to me. Hmm. Maybe I what did you get? get a... I, you, you, yeah, I feel like the plastic ones are, but the glass ones look pretty to me.
0: No, I'll have to look at some and see what we think of that. But it plastic really... ones
1: are... The plastic ones are cheap. You know, they kind of come up and the construction is like, it's like pole construction. So it like goes up and then meets at the top like a, like a semicircle, like a dome. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's just pole construction all the way down with plastic over it. And it, that's, at least that's how the, the even, greenhouses work.
0: Even the screen. nice glass ones to me are always kind of like stained and condensation and like it, it it's not, pre- it's not the Louvre, you know, it, they always mm-hmm. kind of look yucky to me, but I could change my mind. But uh, I guess we're an hour in. PKN.
1: All right. Hope you guys Um, enjoy the show.
0: Yep. Episode 15.
1: Bye.